Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We had a fantastic week of football this past weekend. Wow, what a shocker. We had some uh, some thrills, some frills, and uh, some tricks and some treats. You, <laughs> Excuse me. Happy Halloween to all of you out there in, in, uh, and in the radio land, uh, online streaming here at voiceamerica.com. Hey, you know this... Uh, I looked at this Steelers game and, uh, man, what a heck of a game this, uh, this was. And I tell you, you had Roethlisberger just put on a really good display of, um, uh, just putting that offense in great position to win. They ran some awesome plays by, uh, utilizing both their running game as well as the passing game. And I tell you, they just took control of the defense of uh of the Patriots that they had no time out there on the field with time of possession being in the hands of of the uh Pittsburgh Steelers I I believe the time of possession was uh was was 30 30 some minutes opposed to the you know, 39 minutes for the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh 20 minutes uh for New England and boy that uh, that uh, that's all you need to hear about the tail of the tape and and Roethlisberger had an awesome evening as well. So, man, they just establishing that AFC, uh, that the, the strength of the AFC. Period. And uh, it's coming out of that Pittsburgh New England game yesterday, and and uh, <clears throat> Mendenhall had a decent day. You know, he he put up to a, a seventy yards of rushing and and. Um, that was something that needed to be done was to handle the running game with <clears throat> New England only had Falk run for 32 yards for six carries. And, you know, with 36, uh, 36 out of 50 for 365 yards passing for Roethlisberger, wow, what a game. He had a wonderful game. And uh, Brady, with uh, his limited time out there, he had 24 
of 35 for 198 yards, and uh, that's just not going to get it done. Uh, you just keeping the, they played the the simple game of keep away from the New England Patriots, and it's just unfortunate <clears throat> that it had to come down to that. It's just too bad. All right, McCoy and the Eagles sting the Cowboys and. Uh, last night's uh, game, and um, <clears throat> to most of y'all, it wasn't a shocker, but it was a shocker to me. I was not expecting that to uh, that 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 to that outcome of this game to be like this, and uh, I, I was just uh, totally embarrassed on how the Cowboys uh, got just got stomped down on defense uh, with the running game of uh, the the. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles just just stomped down the number one defense in the entire football league, National Football League, with with a running game that was just superior to uh, just just remarkable. McCoy just rushed for 185 yards last night, and you believe that against the number one defense in the entire NFL, unbelievable. But <clears throat> this happens. You know, and turning the ball over, you know, Bennett uh, popped that ball up in the air with that turnover. That uh, that calls for uh, some mistakes that the that the Michael Vick and the Vicks just capitalized on every mistake they made and just ran the score up on the Cowboys. And unfortunately, they couldn't uh, <clears throat> hold these guys that back. But it's gonna, they, I believe they're going to meet again. So. Um, later on in the season, they're going to meet again. So this is going to be the one of the two, and we'll see how this thing pans out towards the end of the season when they meet up again. But boy, Michael Vick had one heck of a day, and and uh, you know expected to be expected twenty one or twenty eight for two hundred seventy nine yards. He averaged ten yards a, a throw, and <clears throat> Romo eighteen of thirty five for two hundred three yards and five point eight average. Uh, that's just not going to get it done. And you got the Philadelphia Eagles had the ball for 42 minutes and 9 seconds with with the Cowboys having it for only 17 minutes and 51 seconds. Jeez, that's all you needed to know, uh, especially with that running game that Philadelphia just displayed over the number one defense in the entire NFL. Great job. Hats off to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm glad to see Michael Vick and his squad put it back together because, you know, everybody was kicking them in the teeth, telling them, uh, you know, uh, patting them on the back at first, telling them how they had the dream team, this and that and that. And, that, and then they turn around and have them not play as well as they should have been playing up to their expectations because they just went out and got all those free agents that are supposed to just play together in jail at <clears throat> right when they get together? No. That's not going to happen. They need time together to, to play and jail. Everybody got to uh, know their position, play their position. And once they are, are able to, uh, to gain that continuity by playing together for a little bit, then they're able to put together a W like they did on the Cowboys uh, last night. And I think they're starting to come together. But they will see the Cowboys later on in the season. So watch out. <clears throat> All right, we got the New York Giants. They barely skid by the winless Dolphins this past weekend. And I tell you, I <laughs> you know, 
you got the Jets, you know, the Jets were down in the first quarter and then they jumped ahead in the second with a with a three point lead and then you got Miami tied it up in the third quarter. Oh my goodness, we had a ball game here. And then you have the Jets, uh, the, the, the New York Giants jump out in, in the fourth quarter and seal the deal with a 20 to 17 victory. And Eli Manning is just having a superb year this year, uh, just coming out and just, uh, putting up the big numbers. 349 yards, two TDs, and just remarkable how he's uh, been just quietly coming through for the, for the G-Man in New York, and uh, you have uh, Reggie Bush rushed for uh, 15 times for 103 yards for Miami, so, you know, he did very well, and then you have Mr. Cruz, uh, seven receptions for 99 yards and a TD for the G-Man. Uh, boy, that, that, uh, that could have been the difference maker. I'm glad to see Reggie Bush get back on track because, boy, they were sure writing him off out there in Miami. So it's about time he put up some numbers and he got to show some consistency if he want to stay in Miami because they are just about fed up with, with him and this uh, entire squad because uh, they're not going to take too many uh, uh, those losses down there in Miami. So we better get it together. All right, the Ravens rally a comeback against the Cardinals. What a disappointing loss for the Cardinals. I thought they had this in the bag in the first half, and they said, no way. I said, no way they're going to lose this ball game. And because Flacco has been struggling the entire season to put together the offense and get the ball to Bowden, and it just not, has not been working out. So, Oh boy, the Cardinals just found a way to lose this and, uh, it, you know, the time of possession was about the same, 29 uh, minutes and, and 30 minutes for, uh, uh, the Cardinals. But, you know, it comes down to stopping. You gotta stop. At some point, uh, on the second half, the Cardinals had to stop them and we did not. And there's, there is the uh, tail of the tape right there. You know, you gotta, you gotta be able to control the ball when you want to control it. Far as offensively, those three and outs the Cardinals did. You cannot have those three and outs and putting your defense on the field for those twelve to sixteen play drives. That kills your defense entirely. And uh, once the Cardinals learn how to put together a, a W by not sitting on their laurels and and uh, and uh, uh, just sitting on the lead in the second half, but come out and, com- and continue to play aggressively. And you want to know who ripped him up, though? You got Anquan Bolden. He ripped him up for seven receptions for 145 yards, and um, Flacco threw for 336 yards and one interception. You know, Flacco. That is uncharacteristic of Flacco, but boy. You know, when you want to expose expose our cornerbacks and and our safety, that's uh, that's exactly what he did. So now that the that uh, the rest of the league has seen the tape, they're going to follow suit. So Cardinals got some work to do to clean all that stuff up because uh, <clears throat> it's not going to it's not going it's going not going to get any better on the way uh, on the way to this next game. Uh, they they can get healthy here in the next game because I believe the Cardinals are going to be facing 
the Rams, and they're not doing too well, but <laughs> they just came off a win themselves. Well, we're going to talk about that shortly. All right. <clears throat> All right. I want to take it on to the to the Detroit Lions just stomps down the Broncos, 45-10. to 10. And I, this is right when I thought Tebow, I was, I was drinking a whole lot of that Tebow Kool-Aid, and I thought Tebow was going to uh, give it to him, uh, uh, but it didn't turn out that way in, in Bronco land up in Denver. I thought, uh, golly, Tebow was going to do some things today, uh, yesterday to uh, pull out a victory for him, but it didn't happen. It turned out that Matthew Stafford, he put up the, put up the numbers to seal the win for the Detroit Lions. And I tell you, you got uh, Moreno didn't help him with the 14 rushes for 69 yards, but you got but, but, uh, Calvin Johnson. He put up the numbers for six receptions for 125 yards and one, one TD. That's all you need to know. Good Lord, they just put up 45 points up against Denver. Denver, you got to pick it up, big guy. Still rooting for you. They haven't given up on you in Denverland, and neither will I, big fella, so pull it out. We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. He'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. For Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You 
You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmets with Derek Kennard. Hey, I got my special guest, a longtime friend and, and former college roommate, Patrick Hunter from the Seattle Seahawks and the, and the Arizona Cardinals. How you doing today, P? I'm doing all right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, man, you got the Halloween spirit today, don't you? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, something like that. Man, what are you, what are you wearing for trick or treat, man? You got your Billy Bob going. What's going on with you today? You are, are you are are you the the Ninja Turtle? What are you, man? Kind of like that. I'm kind of camouflaged out, so nobody can see me. They don't, I don't know. I'm just a nothing man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, man, I want to get to some football talk here with you. And I was I was looking at the, all the stats here from the from the Saints and the Rams and. I got Drew Brees broke off 269 yards and one TD, but the tell of the tape with him that possibly was the was the clincher was them two picks. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, Mr. Jackson he broke them off for about right. for for 159 yards rushing with two TDs. He just he just came back out and uh, just whooped them up by himself. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that was 269 yards passing, but. And also, I think they had six sacks on them. That's what that killed them too. And those two picks, one one for six, they brought back for six. That 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 hurt them. But they, St. Louis was riding on that emotion, man. They just they at home, and the, the Cardinals are there, world champions, and they just rolled off that. And just you know, you have games like that. You know, they had just won the week before, sixty-two to seven, and they just they were flat. That was it. Yeah, did you did you know that Tony LaRusa uh, was going to retire today? Did you did you have a clue about that? No, I don't think anybody did. But, but that man, he's been coaching for a long time and won a few championships. What a better way to go? Go out on top. You know, we got the we got the New Orleans Saints up here on the board, and all I can think of think about is uh Reggie Bush's ex girlfriend Kardashian. She just going filed the papers to to get rid of her, her boyfriend, I mean her her husband and filed yeah. divorce. Uh did you see that one coming, big fellow? Uh I think uh, everybody did. I mean, uh everybody I know who ever talked about it, they 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 didn't look too comfortable together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if he was too comfortable with all that limelight of uh, being with the with the paparazzi that uh, that she brings with uh, with every appearance uh, in the public that she comes out. Boy, it's a it's a hot mess. So yeah, it was. <laughs> man, how about the Gore man down in San Francisco? Man, man, tell me about that guy. Man, he just you know they just they just. Uh, Gore just pounded it out with with the uh, the Browns this uh, yesterday. Right. How man? I, did you see that game? I saw some of it, and you know they got the Forty ers You know they back on track. They they talking about Harbaugh with this. They're going to be a tougher team. I mean they 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 they're doing what they need to be doing. And Frank Gore was was there before Harbaugh got there. He was a good runner before Harbaugh got there anyway, but. Yeah, yeah, they 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 looking pretty decent though. I mean, they got they're not turning the ball over, but 
and they keep their ground game going. But what people don't know is they got about, what, four or five number one draft picks on that line, too, in the past few years? Yes, they have. Yeah, wow. so, I mean, it ain't like they, they got some slouches up there. They, 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 they blocking for the man. I mean, but even Smith, man, the, the, what, what intangibles did Harbaugh bring to, to bring the confidence in Smith to, to, to throw with the accuracy? And, and, I mean, he's not doing much. Uh, no, he's much. not throwing that many passes. Yeah, 15-24, that's not many, but the, the guy is still playing with a whole ton more confidence. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, 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 can see, uh, you can see that he is confident. That's, that's good. I mean, but winning, winning creates that confidence. Yes, it does. You know, so. Yes, it does. And they, they, they win it, so he's riding high. They just stay with the formula, and they got a formula that works. They just stick with it. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm going to push you on to the Minnesota Vikings for a push through the Newton and the Panthers. Man, I, you know, this, uh, I tell you what, Peterson, he's got to be the, the top running back in the NFL. Does he, does he have the numbers to be the leading rusher in the NFL this year? Does Peterson? Yes. Oh, definitely. I, uh, who, uh, I forget who was right behind him. It was, Peterson and the guy from Buffalo, right, is up there. Yes, yeah, the kid yeah, he, from he, Buffalo he, is up there got, with him. But, boy, this guy, this cat's been, uh, you know, he's been consistent year in and year out. He's just keep, he just keep putting up the numbers. Uh, you know, he uh, he didn't do much this week but five rushes for 76 yards. But, you yeah. know, he's just consistent. But, see, he has that speed, power, agility. You know that a lot of the backs don't have, right? And he's he, he like I say, he's got the speed, the power, and agility to do it. I mean, he's a running back. You know, some sure. of them got pounders, and then you saw he got with the quick feet. He got them both. You know? Wow. Well, the risk is just taking it on the chin again, man. Buffalo Bills just uh, ran through them for twenty-three to zero. I mean, just shut them down. I mean, is the Buffalo Bills this good? Uh, yeah, they're a good team. I mean, that's what they are. They are a team. They they know what they do. They they get the ball to the to the right people. As I, I've seen them play about four times, and they get they get the ball to the right people. That's all. That's one thing. I, is Fitzpatrick is he the real deal? Is, is Fitzpatrick the real deal? I mean, is he is he the real deal? I'm I'm just not so I'm not drinking too much of his Kool Aid, but he just keeps showing up on Sundays at the top of the heat. Well, uh, take a take a look at this. Uh, here they go again, giving away that sixty million. They gave away sixty million to Tony Romo. Next thing you know, they gave away sixty million to, to Kevin Cobb. Now they give sixty million to Fitz, Fitzpatrick. Uh, but I hope this guy turns out to be consistent for Buffalo. But you know, I never want to talk about people's money. But when you get and they get it, these guys haven't done much beforehand to get it. No. Yeah, I've been I've been worried about Chris Johnson. He got his money, man. He just completely and totally shut it down this uh, this year once he got paid. Well, and yeah, he, he that, that's it. a different story. He went out and worked hard to do it, and now it's like, man, what is really going on? He's trying to hit a home run every time he gets the ball. You can see it. Just yeah. go ahead and hit the hole like you used to before you got there, all that money and just keep running. Man, see, that bo- that bothers me right there because you know what, man? I, yeah. <laughs> These guys work that hard to get that money, uh, get the big payday, and then, you know, we want to continue to see you stay hungry. Don't, don't, uh, don't shut it down after you get, uh, get what you rightly deserve. But 
Not, uh, but but turn it up a notch. Don't turn it down a notch. Come on, big fella. Yeah, yeah, you you right about that. He, <laughs> he got that money, and it's like he he's not even an average back. He's a below average back now. Yes, he is, and and that's pretty sad because I I thought a whole lot about that young man. I I want to see him come back and yeah. uh, and like to uh, kick the tires and like the fires around here because man, he sure got the the physical the physical means to get it done, and um, we're just not seeing it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would I would love to see him get off. But you're right, it's not happening right now. Hey, man, how about the Bengals, man? Is the Bengals going to bring back uh, T.O.? Uh, doubtful. No, no, the Bengals ain't bringing back T.O. <laughs> ain't no way they're they going to do that one. That was the way that rookie A.J. Green playing. That kid is the real, he's the real deal, huh? Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't need no T.O. coming there. Wow. Yeah. Green have uh, four receptions for sixty three yards and uh yeah, that uh, that helps out that helps quite a bit. But the uh the, the quarterback is the what is his name? Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. yeah. He he's the guy that's uh, been steadying the ship there and um I'm glad to see it, but they beat your C Seahawks this weekend. Yeah, they but it was the Seahawks ain't gonna have no quarterback either though. I mean, they, they're searching for a quarterback, and they're searching for an identity, actually. And it's, it's going to come. It'll, it'll come for them. Yeah, but right. you got Jackson. He threw for 323 yards and, a, and one interception. And, uh, man, I, I tell you, it's, uh, Cincinnati just scored uh, just about every quarter except the third quarter, and uh, they really poured it on in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Wow, they just—they could—they couldn't—they don't have a rhythm up there in Seattle right now. But like I said, they got—they got some parts to their game, so they—they're they gonna come around. Wow, you know what, man? I—I I think uh, uh, Pete Carroll is doing a uh, fantastic job up there in Seattle, but two and five just not gonna get it done for him in the, in the NFC West this year. Especially since San Francisco has just really turned it up with Harbaugh, instilling all of that confidence with Alex Smith and the rest of that offense there, because that defense already was good up in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they now they bring they bring in the offense and they run that rocket, and it's gonna be it'll be tough for anybody to catch them because the way I mean, the way that St. Louis and the Cardinals and Seahawks are, be a tough chance for them to catch them now. Let's uh, San Francisco just go and, and tank it. Yeah. Hey, man, one last question I want to ask you about them Cardinals and, and, and A-Dub, Adrian Wilson. I've seen Adrian uh, have some better days blitzing the, blitzing the passer, and uh, I've seen him do some covering and, 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 and some knockout punches on some guys. But lately, man, he's been exposed and not being able to get his swivel his hips and get him around and run with guys. What is the problem with him? Is is it is that always been a weakness of his where he couldn't swivel his hips and he's get him not, around and run a, with people? He's not a cover. He's not a cover safety. He's not a speed safety. He's a he's on the he's an eight man in the box type safety. You know, he's an extra linebacker. Really, it's just you know maybe I don't know how really how truly how big he is. Maybe he's just a little bit too big for the position. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, he's 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 every bit of six four, two hundred and thirty five pounds, and I think you're right, man. He's uh, he's he's awful big to be back there, but 
you know, they put him in those positions to cover, and uh, he gets exposed every time. Yeah, he, 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 he's definitely not cover, uh, good in coverage, that's for sure. So you are you telling me that he should possibly be uh, rushing the passer or, or, or somewhat disguising? Uh, uh, how would you use him if he was the defensive coordinator? Well, I, I wouldn't put him in space where he got to cover anybody, that's for sure. I always have him. He's a blitz, he's a bona fide blitzer and a run stopper. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's basically where I would put it. Man, unbelievable how the Baltimore's Ravens just came back from nothing and just yeah. put it on them and, and pulled out this victory up there in Baltimore. Uh, just, uh, you know, they just shut down the Cardinals the second half and, and just put up uh, 24 points uh, in the second half on the Cardinals. And, man, they tried to sit on the lead. It, yeah, they wasn't. Carlos <laughs> just didn't come out with that fire in the second half. Wow. Well, hey, I want to thank you for joining me on the show today, man. And uh, uh, stay, uh, please, you're always welcome back, all right? All right, bro. All right, take care, man. I'll talk to you later on in the week. All right, later. Later. All right, we're going to take a tic-tac and bring it right back and come right back to you from Under the Helmet with Eric and Dog. flagship station for sports voice america sports sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today we all have that team that we live and breathe to follow we watch hours of football on tv play madden sports on our gaming system and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch if this sounds like you or if you're a football wife who wants a few words we want to hear from you listen for life love and sports Featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports.
are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, I got another special guest here with me with Paul. I, I, I got Paul up in here with me. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Derek, man. I'm just uh, sitting here trying to recover from that game I watched on Saturday evening. <laughs> well, you talking about that, over, that overtime, triple overtime game with the USC and Stanford? Oh, man, that was awesome. You know, I live right down the street, and I could hear the noise from, from around the corner. Man, yeah, I was in the stadium with that one, and, boy, that was a disappointing loss. But, boy, one heck of a ball game, man. It was a sight to see uh, these guys go up and down this field with the with these bone-shattering hits that uh, T.J. McDonald did on that receiver. You know, a few years ago, they would never call that uh, an illegal hit. or uh, What did they do? What did they call that? Going up high or something like that, did. Well, I, I, I think they could... Uh, Unsportsmanlike conduct. Is oh yeah, yeah. They call it unsportsmanlike conduct, but yeah. you know that that actually brings up something that's near and dear to my heart. You know, I, I'm thinking that they're trying to change our sport. You know, football used to be a man's game, and they're taking away some of the fever by by changing some of the rules in the way that they have. Because a lot of these players, they get to where they are by delivering punishing hits, and that's what the, the you know the fans they come to see that, and now they're trying to take it completely out of the game. You know, I, I I really have to side with you on that one, Paul, because you know what? That's what the fans come to see. And, boy, you should have heard the excitement in the stands when he made that hit. And, uh, you know, not to, you know, the kid the kid laid there on the field, but, you know, the, the crowd gets quiet once the kid doesn't get up right away. And you can feel the compassion for the, for the fans when they, when they get quiet, when the kid doesn't get up. You know, it's, it's, a, it's not totally barbaric. <laughs> but that's what the fans want to see. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh, some of the most notorious defense, defensive players in our history that we can, we can call those names like Jack Tatum and Jack Lambert and, yes. and all, so many others we can just think of, me and Joe Green and all those guys, they used to put those hits down, and that's what everyone really wanted to see. And, and an aspiring student or player or young man that came up wanting to play the sport, he, he tried to deliver those kinds of hits because those are the ones that got the scholarship. Absolutely. A lot of the players that are out there doing those things are doing them because that's all they knew coming up. This is what you taught them to do from the time they started playing the sport. And now that you've taught them so well and they get out there and they do it at the top of their game, you want to take it away. That's the part that I just don't agree with. Paul, I absolutely agree with you, man. Now, I know your roots go all the way back down in the deep south. And uh, do you agree with the with uh, LSU and Bama being on, on one and two in the, in the, in the AP polls? Well, uh, at this point, I can I can see how Bama has been very impressive in the past few seasons, and so far this year, and certainly LSU has been just as as good and on top of their game. It's sort of disappointing that they're actually coming to a showdown at this point in the season, because that's going to shake some things up whichever way it goes. Right. You are absolutely right, you know, and uh, I think <clears throat> that national championship lies down right down there in the in that uh, SEC, 
but it's going to, things are going to get shooken up once they have this showdown later on this uh, next coming month. Right. You are right. You are absolutely right. All right, you got the the Heisman watch. We, that brings us right back to the Stanford uh, quarterback, Mr. Luck. What you oh, think man. about this uh, Heisman watch? You got you got Luck. There's, and people tell me that he is head and shoulders above far as ranking and and uh, everything else from this Trent Richardson out of Alabama, and then you got this Kellen Moore out of Boise running third and. And this Taj Boyd out of Clemson. I haven't seen much of Taj, uh, Taj Boyd, but this Russell Wilson kid has been a phenomenal, and he's number five on the Heisman watch. And <clears throat> with Luck being head and shoulders above the rest, I mean, just a polished kid. And and after watching him this past weekend, I ha- I have a I, I kind of tend to agree. How about you, right. Paul? Well, I, I do agree. He's he's certainly proved himself. He was he was making some comments on the sidelines that the announcers were actually passing on to the viewing public, and I was a little bit thinking, well, he thinks he's pretty tough, but he did prove himself. Uh, even as I'm, I'm, I wasn't really a fan, of course, I was pulling for USC all the way. Absolutely. But for him to engineer some of those drives and come back and, and catch up, because of course you you realize they had never been down to any team this season. And for them to be down, he still had that fever, and it didn't it didn't phase him a bit. He stuck with his game plan, and they did what they had to do. And I was very impressed with him. Uh, actually, it was my first time watching him through an entire game, and I was very impressed. And and if he does make it, I won't be disappointed because he has proven himself in my mind. Yes. Now, is he is he had does he have the intangibles as a John Elway coming out of college? As is he as polished as John Elway? Because John Elway, when he came out, he was polished. That boy was ready to go. Well, he shows a lot of maturity, and comparing him to John Elway certainly puts him in some elite company. And on the broadcast of the game, they actually had a trivia question as to who had the most yards coming out of Stanford of all time, and everyone probably thought it was John Elway. I don't actually remember the the quarterback who has the most yards coming out of Stanford but it was not John Elway. It was someone from an earlier time that we probably don't even know of much. But uh, Luck is certainly showing himself to be in some elite company and definitely seemingly deserves to be there. Man, you know that's uh, that's some high marks for for a young man. He got some uh, he got some big shoes to fill, and I'm hoping I hope he's able to fill them once he get to uh, get to the NFL and. Boy, I, it's going to be a it's going to be a scramble on which team is going to grab him because you got Miami, the Colts, and a whole bunch of other teams that that are looking for a quarterback. And uh, with the Colts being in the running to get him, do you think they're going to pull the trigger to pull bring him in there with? You know, you got Manning still sitting over there with the with the hurt neck. Right, and I think uh, if the Colts wind up having the perfect season and in reverse, <laughs> it would probably be good for a player of the caliber of luck to have some of that tutelage of the all-pro, all-veteran uh, that Manning would provide. But I, I feel like Manning, if he does come back healthy, he's going to still want to play. And I doubt a player of luck's caliber is, you know, a lot of places he would wind up doing uh, the Cam Newton. You come in and you play. 
because you've proven yourself already. It's rare to come in as a rookie quarterback and take over the reins of a professional team, but Cam Newton is doing it. He hasn't had a lot of success, but his, his games, the games that he's lost have not been blowouts. He's actually been in the running as a, and has put up some very impressive numbers, and I think that Luck could come in and do the same for a team if if Manning is not quite ready to go, it might be good for him to come in and take over to give them a better chance because the quarterbacks who have been waiting in the wings and now have their opportunities certainly haven't shown themselves worthy of the position they're holding. Right. Unbelievable, man. Hey, I got, I got this one last question I got to ask you, man, and I want to know if you saw it coming. You got Kim Kardashian. She's just filed for divorce for Chris Humphreys. Did you see this coming, man? I mean, you live right there in the in the tinsel town, right there in L.A. Was this something you saw coming, or was this something that just came out of the blue? <laughs> well, actually, the the wedding was more of a surprise than the divorce, I suppose, in my eyes. Um, I think it would probably take an incredible man to to fill that position, no matter where he came from. But I never really know all the inner details because, you know, unless you're there and you're listening to the conversations that they could possibly have in private, it's an incredible thing. But uh, in my opinion, I, I do, I'm not surprised by it. Uh, I'm thinking that maybe the, the NBA lockout and them not having a season, at this point, he's unemployed. And being unemployed certainly can't be something that a woman of that caliber looks forward to in a spouse. Yeah, well, I'm sure he uh, he versed her on what was to come this season and, and let her know that he is a free agent. He has to wait to, uh, for the lockout to to uh, to uh, subside, and then he will be selected by a, a any given team. And of course, you know the uh, the New York teams are both showing interest, and uh, and she was all for going to New York, but now that he hasn't, uh, he has, the lockout has, has occurred and she's upset that he hasn't gotten his butt out there to work and he, she's, she's doing the shows and man, and he hasn't been willing to, uh, participate in these, in these shows such as, uh, 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 Mr. Odom. He has, uh, he has embraced it and, um, uh, I guess he has not, and and he is not bringing in the big bucks as he was before uh, before the wedding, and uh, now she's griping about that. And boy, I guess she's hard to please, big fella. Both <clears throat> both in the streets and in the bedroom, huh? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great likelihood. <laughs> well, if uh, if one performance or the other. Is is absolutely superior, then maybe they wouldn't be having a problem, and and things might not be in the shape that they're in. But um, I imagine that she's probably uh, pretty headstrong and probably has a, a a big opinion about the way things are to go. It might be a little difficult to to be the head of a household, if you will, when you have a, a woman of that caliber. You know, sometimes you have to make some adjustments from your normal. Uh, head of household routine, if you will. And, you know, I don't know the guy that well. Uh, I've never really seen him play or paid much attention to him, so I'm not sure how capable he was to have that lead role, if you will, but I'm pretty sure a woman of that kind of power, you know, might have a little more say-so than the average guy is ready to put up with, so I don't know who's actually winning in this deal, but I'm pretty sure one thing, she's probably got a, got the money. 
Of course, you know, you got the clothing line, the fragrance, uh, she's working with the, with the show, the, the, uh, uh, the, you know, that, that real live TV show that they do. Keeping uh, up with the Kardashians, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. hey, it's a, they just keep the money rolling, man, and I just always ask people, I say, how, how in the heck did they become famous? Uh, you know, wh- how did they get there? Do you have any idea? Well, uh, I look at the three sisters, and uh, I, looking at Kim in particular, she's got that uh, J-Lo kind of appeal. You know, she's got, she's got some appeal that a lot of men will go for, and that may have a lot to do with her success. You know, uh, you look at J-Lo, and, and you look at, um, oh, I can't think of her name, the, the one with the lips, Angelina Jolie. You know, you look at you look at the appeal that they bring to the game. She's confident. She's she's got a whole lot going on in that area. And you would think that she would have to pick up the litter when choosing a mate. And I don't know. Things kind of happen so quickly with them. I don't know if she was actually all into what she did anyway, because it was very grand. It seems like it took them longer to plan the wedding and all of that. Uh, the wedding took longer to plan than the wedding actually lasted. You know, I, I hear it's been about 72 days. Yeah, that's so all it was. He that amount of time days. to be impressive, uh, either in, in his business acumen or in his bedroom acumen. <laughs> One of them or both may not have been up to par, and it didn't take her long to figure it out. That's apparent. Man, that's a that's an implant in her booty, man. Come on, man. You know better than that, right? <laughs> it wasn't a bad job. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. he, he, I think uh, I think her daddy did a great job with that because uh, you know he was the he, uh, the he was the guy that's doing all the surgeries and uh, before his passing. But oh well. He's done an awesome job with his daughters. Hey, I want to thank you for I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. And um, feel free to call in at any time, okay? On Monday, I certainly will, Derek. I appreciate it, man. You have a great show, and I'll be listening to you. I'm gonna stay under the helmet with you here for a while. Hey, thank you, and uh, tell tell my cousin I said hello and God bless. Okay, I love you I both. I certainly will. Thank you. All right, all, all right. right. We'll be right back and bring it, bring it right back right after the tic tac, and stay with us from under the helmet. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet, and I uh, want to thank... Uh, uh, Mr. Paul uh, Addison for coming on board, and he called in from L.A. We get people from all over the country calling in, so uh, feel free to call in at 888-346-9144 here from Under the Helmets with Derek Kennard. Hey, tonight is Monday Night Football on Trick or Treat Night, and we got the uh, the AFC West uh, division leaders here is uh, is playing the Kansas City Chiefs, and San Diego is four and two, with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at three and three. They're playing five hundred ball, but you know what? San Diego and the Oakland Raiders are leading this division for a reason. They've been playing lights out football. Uh, both teams have been playing with some excellent football, so I'm glad to see the two. Those two teams are doing very well in the AFC West. Now, with Kansas City playing tonight, everybody's been wondering what the heck is going on with Phillip Rivers and uh, and those San Diego Chargers. And Phillip Rivers has just been struggling. You know, he got uh, he got his offensive line. I don't I don't think they brought back. Many of their uh, offensive line, and they lost in free agency uh, as soon as the lockout was uh, lifted, and um, they're struggling. So, but with both the, the running game as well as the passing game. So, but while struggling, they've been able to continue to, to put together this uh, a four and two record at this point with ten games remaining. And tonight, uh, the, the game is on its way, uh, with, uh, in progress with, uh, 0-0 as the score. And, uh, it's second and 10 at San Diego's 23. And they're, they're getting it on. And, uh, I tell you what, I like the San Diego Chargers in the West with, uh, with Jackson. Uh, you know, he's got, got 24 receptions for 423 yards. I was expecting a whole lot more from him this year. And, uh, you got Matthews, uh, running the ball with, uh, with, uh, 98 attempts for 452 yards, uh, leading that squad and rushing. So that kid has been showing up and, and showing up big. And then, uh, on the other side of the ball, <clears throat> you have, uh, uh, you have, uh, battle. Jay Battle was playing over there at that running back spot. He's uh, attempted uh, 45 runs for 232 yards. It pales in comparison to Matthews. Uh, 
And then, of course, you got the, the quarterback spot. You got Rivers and Matt Castle. And uh, very close in comparisons with, uh, with the quarterback rating. And, uh, uh, Matt Castle has eight TDs. Uh, Rivers has seven. That's surprising. And with Rivers leading the, uh, leading the charge with uh, 1,715 yards, uh, opposed to Matt Castle's 1,106 yards. So, you know, uh, the tell of the tape may come down to that running game when when they get that ball off that Matthews kid is able to to turn some yards to keep them to, to keep the chains moving and to keep the defense off the field and that's that's the key to any game is uh, your best uh defense is your offense is keeping the other team uh off the field with their offense and I love that that scheme when I see I see guys getting it on that way. That is wonderful. All right. <clears throat> with this game on its way and, uh, with no score as of yet, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is just something that's going to be developing tonight on, on, on trick or treat night. And, uh, I just can't wait till next week's games when we have, uh, when we have our, uh, our other games coming to fruition with, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles playing Chicago Bears next Monday night, and the Chicago Bears have just been playing very well, and uh, as of late, and uh, it's good to see that their offensive line is starting to to, to keep Cutler on his uh, on his feet because boy, he been he been hit more than any quarterback in the league. He's been getting his his uh, bell rung sitting back there in that pocket with that offensive line. So they're starting to get it together. But you got Matt Forte with 672 yards rushing, uh, with 124 attempts, and this kid has just, uh, just been really, really, uh, playing very well. And then you, of course, you have McCoy, uh, McCoy lit, lit up, um, the Cowboys last night. And, uh, he, of course, he has 135 attempts with 754 yards at this point of the season. That is awesome. Uh, absolutely awesome. In receiving with uh, with the Bears, you have Matt Forte has uh, uh, 38 uh, receptions for 419 yards. So he's not only running the ball; this man is generating most of their offense right out of the backfield. And then you have also Macklin. He is leading the Eagles with 543 yards with with, uh, with 40 receptions. So this is going to be another lights out game with Michael Vick. At 1,852 yards and uh, a quarterback rating of a 90, he's getting better as uh, as a, as their offensive line start to play just a little bit better. I'm just loving what I'm seeing about with these guys, and uh, I am excited about this Monday night football game and can't wait to get to it. And um, and, and we get we bumping up real close to that time of saying goodbye, but. Before we do, I want to say that um, tune in to ProEdgePerformance.com and get your workouts done. You also can um, check in to, to AZPopWarner.org and uh, get your kids signed up for Pop Warner for not this year, but next year because right now it's playoffs time. Everybody's heading off to California for the playoffs for the regionals that's coming up next weekend down in San uh, not San Diego, but Los Angeles. Down in the LBC. That's right. AZ Pop want to be going down to the Long Beach, California to play up some games this weekend. So it's going to be right tight, ready for the night. And we have 
the Chargers are still um, they're third and six at the San Diego's fourteen. So they they're third and sixteen. I'm sorry, at the San Diego fourteen. Score still zero zero. All right, we want to just say goodbye, good night tonight, and uh, you guys be safe out there for the trick or treat, and uh, hope you find your trick and not a treat. All right, have um, have enjoy your Halloween season tonight. All right, see you next week. Bye bye. for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Gennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.